What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Breakline Arena. We are so happy that you are here to join us. And y'all, we are in for a very, very special treat because I am joined by two fantastic human beings, my teammate Rachel and a Breakline alum, Dedrick. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves, please? Thanks for the introduction. So, so happy to be here in the arena with you. Definitely have listened to this podcast and love it. Huge fan. So an honor to be here. Um, I also play for Team Breakline. I'm a talent recruiter. And yes, so excited to be here interviewing Dedrick, just a phenomenal Breakliner. And just have so excited to hear his story and what he has to share with us today. So go for it, Dedrick. Well, you know what? I don't know how I could follow up that um, introduction, but I'll try to do my best. I'm Dedrick Landrum. I am a fellow Breakline alum. I'm also currently employed at Gusto, who happens to be a partner of um, Breakline. And I can definitely say that I've enjoyed the arena. I've listened to several sessions before, and I feel so honored to be uh, a part of a real life arena uh, uh, episode. So um, that that's a little bit about me. Awesome, thank you so much. And you kind of shared it from the get-go, being part of Gusto, one of Breakline's just phenomenal partner companies. We'd like to kind of take it back a little further. So if you don't mind, Dedra, kind of sharing where you're from, kind of what got you to the place where you are now. Uh, that could take hours, but I'm going to give you the condensed version. Um, take us back. Everybody has, their, everybody has their journey. But a little bit about me, I grew up in eastern Tennessee. Right now I stay in middle Tennessee, so that's not far from where I'm at now. I grew up in a little place called Chattanooga, Tennessee, in that area. Chattanooga is a very interesting place. It has evolved over the last 20 years. One of the tech facts about Chattanooga is that it has the second fastest internet in the world. But my story is one that's very interesting. I grew up in Chattanooga in a partly, mostly a single parent home. My mom worked a lot. I was involved in sports. I had the pleasure of attending a a school that really set the trajectory for my life. It was a Pidea proposal school, a liberal arts school that really just opened and exposed me to a lot of stuff. I wasn't in the tech at that part, but it really kept me curious. And I think we didn't have a lot growing up. My mom did the best she could. And so I can definitely say my story started in poverty, but my mom always and my family always instilled education respect and working hard and that's kind of what I did. I went to college right there in Chattanooga at University of Tennessee at Chat and I also got a master's from UTK. So I've been in Tennessee my whole life but I I really felt that I had the opportunity of being exposed to so much. Traveling abroad with my college experiences, also in high school, traveling to France during that that time. And I think one of the things that I will say about me and where I'm from, I I love my heritage. I love, you know, being a African American. But one of the things that's very interesting is that 
my best friend growing up was not African-American. He was Caucasian and he's actually a doctor of a college now in North Carolina, but Dan Posterman and his family really took me in, made me feel like family, went on trips with them. So my thing, as we celebrate Black History Month, I think it's very important that we also, you know, understand that there's other cultures that we should learn and and not have such a jaded eye towards. And so that's kind of what shaped my worldview in growing up a little different, still having challenges, but being able to overcome those challenges by people that have really been instrumental in my life. So that's a little bit about me. Thank you so much for sharing that. Sounds like your mother is an incredible woman and just an awesome community. Your friends supporting you, his family. That is really, you know, great to hear. And that kind of leads us right into the next question of Gusto. <laughs> that is one culture that I've heard is oh, wow. so fun at Gusto. Yes. Would love to hear kind of about your experience at Gusto thus far. How's it going? You know, what does your day to day look like? Love to hear that. Yeah, I, I, I'll tackle the first one first. Gusto is an amazing culture. I would almost equate it to, I call it Gustoville because it's its own culture. (laughs) You can see the diversity in leadership and that actually flows down to senior level management and all the way down to your individual contributors. Everybody there is so welcoming. The great thing about Gusto is people have a can-do attitude. They're very respectful. They have a program called RISE, which means representation, inclusion, social responsibility, and equality. And that's one of the things that the founders, there's three of them, that they have really instilled as this company has scaled up from a startup in a house in California to where it is now. Um, They have made sure that that culture and that openness has remained constant throughout the company. So I've experienced all of that at Gusto in my short stint there. It just amazes me of how this culture is so great. And it's it's not a facade, it's actually for real. I mean, you have people who are really concerned about making a difference in people's lives. We just happen to be a FinTech company uh, but it's much bigger than that in impacting and changing people's lives and, and serving the, the underprivileged and uh, just adding value to society. Gusto is a payroll platform um, that actually also functions as a human capital management system. Payroll is the core of what Gusto does, and that kind of started out in really servicing small businesses. That's probably like 25 employees or less. That's how we define it. And it just ballooned out to when you do something very well and you have that type of data and that type of spear, then you actually branch off into other things. So they do, we do human capital management, benefit enrollment. We also do onboarding for employees. And one of the the big things now is Gusto has mastered their platform. And so now they offer their platform as a service to to, um, small businesses and venturing up to to larger uh, organizations as well. So that's, that's a little bit about Gusto. That's what we do. 
my role at Gusto. My role at Gusto is that of a senior leader in the biz technology arena. And what that really means is all companies have to have a liaison between IT, those guys speak German, you know, French, all of the legalese that people don't understand, and the business, the business owners like finance, you know, product marketing, you have to have an interface between there. And so what I do is I really lead teams, um, develop talent, coach, but also make sure that we deliver outstanding products to our internal gusties. That's what we call them. Uh, the people that, uh, yeah, gusties that do the work. They're the people that make what we do meaningful. And so we try to make sure that they have solutions to do their jobs on the day to day. We all also manage a lot of highly visible products and projects that's designed to move us forward into the next, um, into the next realm of Gusto. Gusto is a progressively growing company. It's grown rapidly. Even during the pandemic, Gusto has grown enormously and exponentially compared to maybe what people would have thought. And so with that being said, it's a I lead a lot of innovation and forward thinking about where we need to be as we scale up. And so that's a little bit about what I do day to day. And that's always changing. I never have a boring day. It's not monotonous. There's always something new, right? And I love new. That's, That's awesome. awesome. What a what a awesome company. Um, you're one employee. I'm glad they grew with. Um, would love to hear kind of what drew you to tech. So, I mean, that was quite the title that you have at Gusto, the work that you have done previously getting you up to here. You kind of mentioned, you know, your school background, maybe not a STEM elementary school or a highly technical, you know, university or college that you went to. Um, but here you are kind of what brought you to this place? Yeah, <clears throat> my journey has been very interesting. So my undergrad degree was in accounting, which kind of, I don't know, that's kind of coincidence. That's what I do now at BizTech. We are a company that services accountants and things of that nature. So Started out in accounting out of school, but then accounting is a very technical field that there's rules and there's exceptions and there's all of that. So it's a system, a way of thinking critically or innovatively. And so over the course of my career, I really just gradually ventured over into IT and the tech space because it only made sense. As we move into a time where monoliths and things are kind of being outdated, just a way of thinking, into a more of a dot-com environment, everything we do is impacted by technology. So I think over the course of my career, I kind of saw the Rick saw the green light and I was like I needed to be going this way and I was a very curious person as it is and I think in tech you have to remain curious that's one of the biggest 
um, probably soft skills you have to have. Mm. And so I went ahead and got my MBA and really started to venture off into accounting information systems, start messing around with uh, SQL and databases and all of that. And I said, I really like this, so I need to go back and do this again. So I went back and got another master's degree in business analytics and IT, learned all the architecture, learned project management, learned all of the nuances and things that you needed to do. And the beautiful thing about it is I already had the business side, but now I had the technical side. And I really found as organizations understood that there was a gap, you needed to have somebody to do both. That's where I kind of landed, being able to translate and talk to both sides, business folks that are like, I just do this. I don't want to know how you do it. Just can you pull it off for me? We need this. And then talking to the IT folks, being able to do that, that requires a skill. And so that's kind of how I landed in tech, just gradually grew over time and remained curious and went on to do other stuff that's really great and awesome as you expand out. Got a lot of certifications and things like that. I'm a PMP, certified scrum master, all of those things. But I think in tech, what landed me more than anything is I was really curious about the way things work and solving problems. Wow, that's awesome. That's, I mean, right there is the recipe for success, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Curiosity, two masters. Take notes certifications, PMP, so on and so forth. You've checked all the boxes, Dedrick. That's phenomenal. Just would love to hear, you know, as far as the support, being black in tech, there's not very many of you, I'm sure, out there that look like you. Who did you look up to? You know, how did you find support as you were navigating these things, deciding which certifications to get, which master's programs to pursue, what universities to go to? Yeah, I think that's a great question, and I'm glad you asked that because I think that's one of the things that's undervalued. That's what drives me even more because there is a underrepresentation of blacks in tech, and there has to be a pioneer or pioneers uh, to share that up. I think one of the things that prompted me to go this route, there was a gentleman that was involved in tech a long time ago, and he worked at IBM, and he worked at Oracle, and he was just telling me, like, you really need to look at tech because that's the way things are moving. And if you follow my advice, I think that you you won't be disappointed. So that was one of the, the... the starting points that got me being curious, like, what what is he talking about? And so I I, I didn't see many of us in, in tech, but that one person kind of spurred me, and he was black. I think one of the things that I've seen is that the reason there's a underrepresentation is not the lack of talent. It's just a lack of exposure. When you have skill and you're given the opportunity to show that, that right there is a recipe for success. And I had people along the way, I could I can name numerous folks that really spurred me. 
One of them happens to be a fellow Breakline alum, one of my great friends, Deion Jackson, great guy. We talk almost three times a week and we just talk about stuff like this. And we are really committed to making sure that anyone that's black that wants an opportunity in tech, and I, 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 I preface it by saying opportunity. We all should be given opportunities regardless of our race and ethnicity and things like that. What you do with that opportunity is up to you. And that's that's my motto. Give everyone an opportunity. And I don't think over the last five years, and Breakline has been tremendous in making sure that happens. And I am so grateful for uh, Breakline because all of these things that I've been thinking, they kind of helped and, and put a lens or a, a spotlight on that. And so I would say that that's what really drives me, the underrepresentation. I am really encouraged by the company that I work for. Gusto is a tremendous example of giving minorities, not just blacks, but Asians and all affinity groups, a opportunity to do something great. And I think we need more organizations like that. Maybe Gusto is one of the blueprints to show other organizations how to do that and how to do that very well and how to make that sustainable, you know, and not just have like diversity and inclusion themes, but really have that embedded in the way they do business and also embedded in the way they, way the culture is and being aware when there's gaps. So what do you think are the specific things that Gusto does really well? If other companies want to emulate the environment that they've created, what do you think are the specific things that have fostered these feelings of connection, of inclusion at Gusto? I could give you three things. The first thing is when you look at a company's website or you look at their profiles or their leaders and you don't see just one black or one Asian in DNI, diversity and inclusion, but you see that you see that cast across engineering leadership, sales leadership, legal leadership, C-suite executive leadership, all the way down to lower level management. I happen to be senior management, but we have a melting pot of leaders from all backgrounds. So I think the leadership is number one. The, the support system within, you have to have affinity groups and channels for people to pl- plug in and be themselves. You can't not celebrate diversity and differentiation in individuals because that's the key for innovation. When you have a diverse people from backgrounds that bring all different ideas and ways to look at stuff, you're going to have a very innovative company and you're going to have a very innovative culture. And so I think that's number two. Number three is being aware, always being aware of like respect and, you know, understanding differences in cultures and making sure that you're aware not to violate those things. And when those things are done, whether intentionally or unintentionally that you don't mind having those 
uh, Crucial Conversations about that. Mm-hmm. And that's a book that people should read. There's a book called Crucial Conversations that's really a good book to kind of talk about the elephant in the room and be okay with that. Gusto is very good at those three things. So good to hear. And yeah, Dedrick, thank you so much for being a pioneer and kind of leading the way as being that senior management, being one of those faces, being a friend to share the good word about Breakline. It's so great to hear that you you found an organization that continues to support you in that and support other cultures, other communities in their uniqueness and just kind of highlight and really sing the praises of diversity really helps these companies succeed foundational to the success of all of our partner companies is diversity and we're really proud of partnering with the companies that we partner with because of that and would love to kind of lean into that i know that you show up as your true self to work every day just on a personal note what are your superpowers what does it mean for dedrick to show up as his true true self well i can definitely say i'm a mutant at heart right and so i definitely have superpowers and I'm really aware of those superpowers, and I also know my kryptonite. But my superpowers probably would be solving problems. I love solving problems. But more than that, I love working with people. I lead people. I'm emotionally intelligent. I'm a respecter of differences in culture. I understand. I understand and empathize with where people are coming from. And... I have other stuff, but I think those are the core things. All the other stuff is technical. I know my stuff, but you you meet people sometimes and they are very technical, but the soft skills are not there. And I think that has helped me out tremendously in building relationships, long-term relationships, not faulty things, being able to go after work or meet someone's family and understand their their story to better understand my own story and so those are those are my superpowers they're not probably like superman but those things allow me to do some stuff that i don't think i would be able to do if i didn't have those superpowers that's awesome yeah and that's so good to hear i mean your compassion is like forefront in all of our interactions that we've had together. You joining us in the arena today, sharing this time and this space, hearing, you know, generously sharing your story, your background, all of it is just really reflective of the person that you are and helping bring out the uniqueness of others that you work with. Just, I'm sure as a coworker, something that a lot of people glean from you, but yeah, would love to hear. We've covered kind of where you've been, where you came from, those Tennessee roots, if you will. We'd love to hear where is Dedrick headed? Well, Dedrick is headed to the moon. I can tell you that. (laughs) He's headed to the moon. And I'm going to take some people along with me on that journey. I think my story is still being written, um, as both of your stories are. And I love being at Gusto. I, I definitely can see myself growing in that space. I definitely, I think my thing is more than anything, I want to bring people with me. And I think that's why it's important for mediums like Gusto uh, and also Breakline to be able to give back to people, to be a mentor to people, and to be able to plug them into opportunities like Breakline offers as well as Gusto. And just being a mentor to people that want to get into tech, people that look like me, and even people that don't look like me. Because I can say that 
people are more alike than they are different. I mean, mm -hmm. they really are. We just all come from different backgrounds. But I want to really, in my next part of my life, the next part of me going, I really want to really focus on giving back. And as I do that, there's a book called The Go-Giver. As I give back, the other stuff is just a byproduct. I will continue to go higher and higher. But I will remain humble and always have a, a mindset to serve others. Yep. That is inspirational, Dedrick. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you started here on the Breakline Arena, or you continued here, rather, on the yes. Breakline Arena. So thank you so much for that. It's been yeah, such a pleasure to have you and hear your story. And you kind of mentioned that it's not it's not a lack of talent that's out there with, you know, other our African-American Black um, fellow, you know, colleagues and such. We'd love to hear how you are celebrating Black History Month. Well, I tell you, one of the things about Gusto they really celebrate, there, there's this thing called Divine Nine. Divine Nine, there were nine fraternities and sororities that were founded in the early 20th century. I happen to be a Kappa Alpha Psi. I'm very proud of that. We do a lot of work. I do a lot of work in the community in mentoring at-risk children, also giving back to those who are less fortunate, just being a role model. And so one of the things that I've done is we've actually done some things to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King, as well as making people aware of black history, like the, the, the triumph and the travesty in Tulsa that happened uh, with Black Wall Street, mm -hmm. and just giving people a, a purview into, like you said, opportunities and to see people that look like you being successful. And I think that's what people need. And so I've really been involved in a lot of that, uh, a lot of events to, to celebrate Black history. As we are nearing the end of Black History Month, one of the things that I will say is I try to celebrate my heritage along with other people's heritage, heritages uh, throughout the year. Not just, you know, on a monthly basis, but, you know, this is, this is great to do this and say we're going to do a month, but it should be celebrated year round. I lean into that. I think I love the idea of celebrating all the cultures all year round because I think it, they all deserve it. We all deserve every yes. day to be special and to be recognized for the work that we're doing. And so I really lean into that and appreciate, you know, you kind of sharing that, that, hey, you know, there are phenomenal unique individuals around us. And as we see fit, let's celebrate them. Let's point that out and say, I love this about you, or I really think this is a great aspect of our company, or, you know, I want to have this picnic, you know, whatever it may be. I love the year round celebration. So definitely kind of want to bring things to the end. And I just think, um, I'm just kind of reminded of the namesake of brake line. So it is after the first curve on the track that the brake line shows where staggered runners are allowed to cut in or move into the one lane. And that's where they sprinted out to the finish line. And you kind of said it so well that, you know, black representation in tech, we are getting there. We're at that break line where we are all merging into the one lane and just sprinting it out to the finish line, doing our best work um, day in and day out. And I thank you so much for being a player in that and being a breakliner, giving back in this way and to the people that you're mentoring, the clubs and 
you know, memberships that you're a part of and the groups that you kind of contribute to. It is, it is a great, great work that you're doing in that sense. But yeah, any final piece of advice or words of wisdom for our breakliners, the arena podcast listeners, everybody who has you in their AirPods playing through their speaker systems in their car or on a walk, wherever they may be, we'd love for that, those last few words from you, Dedrick. Yeah, I think the last few words that I would give is remain curious, don't stop learning, and be yourself. Those three things are, are very important. And I would be remiss if I didn't say, if you don't know about Breakline and the work that they're doing, it's all around you. You can see it. I am so thankful for you two, you, you, you doing what you do and being a part of Breakline. I would say that we need more organizations like that who have the courage and who don't mind sticking to doing that work, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it makes other people uncomfortable. And that's, that's what I would leave with anybody. And uh, I'm so glad that I'm a part of this. And I really have enjoyed myself and talking to two special people. Dedrick, thank you so much for joining us. And to all of our amazing Arena listeners, we are so grateful. And happy Black History Month to everyone. Thanks again, Dedrick. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Breakline Arena. We're hoping that you're walking away feeling a little moved, a little inspired. And if you really had a good time, feel free to head on over, rate, subscribe, leave us a review. It does help us spread the good word to keep these good vibes rolling. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Thanks again, and we will see you next time.